Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my gosh, it's happening. And we're back. We're back. Action. What? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was like, what does that mean? I tried to be relatable. It was not working. Oh my God. Hi. This is so incredible. I can't believe that we're starting at there. It's been so long since our second season. I don't even know. Sydney just left and went in her room. <laughs> no, I was grabbing my laptop. I was like, okay. what's missing in this picture? I was like, bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for sticking around. Um, so, so much has changed since we last have been here at the mic it's been a few months. It's been a few months. It's Still baddies, though. Still the baddies. Still, yeah. Yeah, we've graduated, and, like, we're about to move apartments, and... Which, let me just tell you, like, <laughs> so this is going to be our, what, third apartment in New York, because mm. we slept in, we obviously lived in dorms when we were at NYU, and so this is our third time getting an apartment on our own in New York, and mind you, our first apartment we got during covid so the process, like we were all still at home looking for apartments online. We couldn't tour it before moving in. Obviously, it was a piece of s. But our second apartment, like the one that we're in now, we absolutely love. But we got it for basically like half off. Yeah. And um, we would have to make literally like five thousand dollars a year to afford this apartment next year. So obviously, they tripled our rent. <laughs> literally tripled our rent. So um, I'm going to do Columbia Law next year or this year. Oh my god, that's so weird. It's this year. Ill, it's like three weeks. Ah. Oh, um, oh my god! And Sarah works in Midtown, so we're moving to the Upper West Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And finding an apartment, like we will literally go to a tour. Number one, it's like getting catfished. I've been catfished before on dating apps too, and this might be worse. <laughs> you know, because I'm putting down a down payment. But 
we're going to these tours and people are putting down deposits and applications like in cash at the tour. Yeah. And I'm like, this is all feeling a little bit eager. Also, it's like for a date, you would just have to worry about like paying for dinner. And like for this, you have to worry about competition. So it's like 18,000 people are trying to get yeah. your date at the same time. And also it's a deposit of like literally like $5,000 yeah. at the date. And <laughs> I like, hate it so much. I saw this... Um, and the apartment sucks. You got catfish. Yes. And everybody's trying to still sucks. get it. <laughs> I saw this one tweet where the guy was like, I went to go look at a one bed in Soho in that it wasn't even a listed apartment. Like it hadn't listed online yet. Like the person had just been contacted through a realtor. So he was like, oh, I'm probably the first person on the list. He goes to the open house and he said, there's a live auction bidding. And people ended up, the person who like won the bidding ended up paying, I think $8,300 and six months rents in cash up front. For a one-bedroom apartment. Nar. Absolutely nar. People are Nar-nar. scrambling. First of all, that feels illegal. Second of all, you know, you know what else feels illegal? Broker's fees. I can't stand like, those hoes. It, we are in the age of the internet. Sweetie, you answered an email. And most times, you don't even do that. I have to call you. So Also, it's like, you didn't, like, you're not my broker. Like, you didn't find this apartment for me. Exactly. I found the apartment. I'm asking you to be there when I look at it. It's like... And even that, what? sometimes they don't even come. They're like, just open it. So yeah, literally. And they're like, that's no. 13%. Also, I'm so stupid. I thought broker's fees were like 13% or 15%, whatever they ask for, of like a month's rent. It's of it's annually. I had no idea. That is a huge sum of money. How dare you? What are you doing that is worth that much money? You're not, like what you're doing isn't even worth 20 bucks, let alone like 13% of a month, I mean of a year's rent in New York City. That's absolutely despicable. That should be illegal. I feel like, it's becoming illegal, right, in New York? Or was that a thing, like, three years ago? It was, like, a very large debate. But now there people are people think that most, like, apartment owners or land, whatever mm. should pay the fee on behalf of the person renting that apartment because they're the ones that actually are, like, wanting work out of it. Like, they're asking someone to list the apartment, blah, blah, blah. Like, they should be paying for it because Absolutely. they're providing them a service, not me, you know? whatever whatever <laughs> we got majorly scammed we saw this apartment with oh god beautiful spiral staircase it was really really like inexpensive for new york city and it was so open sunlight was pouring in and the bedrooms looked huge there were two bathrooms we were like fucking get litty so we went to the uh apartment showing and we had to travel like all the way uptown to like harlem to go see it and we get there and, we were not in Harlem. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> we're, we're working on Sarah's geography skills. And you know what? I've gotten better, but better for me is like Sydney's worst. So yes. we are still, we're still working on it. But anyway, we traveled all the way uptown regardless. And we go into this apartment and oh my God. First of all, totally different unit. The only thing it had in common with the pictures on Street Easy was the spiral staircase. It was disgusting. And calling that a staircase is, is, feels illegal. It does. It's like a step stool that was low-key a death trap. Oh, for sure. One yeah. misstep and you're done. One misstep. And I'm clumsy, so as you guys already know. I'm clumsy. Many friends of the floor. What? That You know that song from TikTok? That TikTok trend? We're on very different sides of TikTok. It's like, it was Doja Cat. I'm a boss. Oh, I'm a boss. I'm, I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a shine. Like, ugh. Right, let's all, let's all talk about apartments so we know this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're just ranting because this is our experience yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was extremely frustrating. It was so. extremely frustrating. 
You know, but yeah. there are other things going on besides us, like apartment hunting. We are full-time galleys now. We are working constantly. And I would say, like, it's definitely better than being in school because, like, I hated school. And, like, it's not so much that I hated learning, but just, like, the college education, like, curriculum. Not really the biggest fan. But I think full-time, working full-time is definitely, like, scratching that itch. Like, I know that whenever I was writing essays, I was like, I could be making money right now. Like, especially as a senior, like that's senioritis, of course. So I am so happy to just be like focusing on like what I'm passionate about, which is TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I'm doing social media for a restaurant, TikTok, and this podcast exclusively now, which feels so good that I can just focus like all my time and energy on what I really love doing. How do you feel about like not having to worry about school at the moment? What's it, baby it's girl, coming up I'm sorry, school in like three weeks. It's coming up for um, you. So, as you guys might know, might not know, we talked about this, like, last episode of last season. I'm going to Columbia Law in the fall. She's so smart. Um, the fall. The fall's in three weeks. <laughs> um, and at the moment, I'm working for a ballot initiative in California. Um, what you guys don't know, that's, like, trying to get a ballot on the ballot. An initiative <laughs> on the ballot to get passed. So, I'm doing, like, legal work for them and social media. I also work at a law firm in New York. Shout out to them. And I also do this podcast. You do? And yeah. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I, 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 I dabble. I really I dabble do dabble. In podcasting. Wait, that reminded me of a video that I saw. You saying like, I want to put the ballot on the ballot. I saw this TikTok video of this girl making fun of podcasters whenever like the other co-host messes up. And I feel like it was so us. It was like, oh my God, did you just say ballot on the ballot? Guys, she did not just say ballot on the... Oh, my God. Name of the episode. Name of the episode. <laughs> That's literally us. No, my mom was like, Sydney, you need to be nicer to Sarah on your podcast. You make fun of her. I was like, yes, but it keeps her humble. She's a Leo. Yeah, exactly. What people don't understand is that it does... It not only... it's a, Cindy making fun of me is a dual purpose, right? It keeps me humble because I'm a Leo. And also, it gives me attention. And I'm a Leo. So, yes. I really, really actually enjoy it. Um... But I, that just made me think, the video made me think of Mick Schniggles, remember? Oh, Mick Schniggles? What was I? Oh, I was trying to say Mixed Signals. And for some reason, my nose won't allow me to say that word. <laughs> and it came out Mixed Schniggles. And I was like, oh, so never again am I speaking. We made the biggest deal about that. And it was so funny. And I feel like that was directly like a call out. I felt personally attacked. But anyway. <laughs> Back to real life. Um, we're recording we have... this at nine o'clock in the morning, you guys. The fact, well, Sarah's always this chipper, but the yeah. fact that I'm functioning at this moment is rare. Well, Cindy just made herself coffee in her little Columbia Law School mug. It looks really good. Didn't Wait, you, don't you have like this legendary creamer that you want to yes, tell them about? Y'all, y'all, y'all. So I'm new to the coffee game She's because um, I think I'm naturally energetic. Like not really, but in my head I am. So I could never drink coffee because it makes me shake, literally. Like, ask Sarah. Like, I would have, like, a coffee before class, and I would literally start shaking during class. Sydney had, like, a coffee and then an espresso martini, like, right after that, like, in a row. It was, like, in the same hour, and I've never seen her so shaky in my life. Yeah. Like, she was holding the phone, like, the No, even, like, in, um, what class was that? The, Something in NYU, American Dream. Yeah, girl, I didn't have an espresso martini before class. No, 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 that's an oh, other scenario. I was like, don't let Different people time. out here thinking that I'm having <laughs> martinis before class. That's Sarah. Um, this girl, we would go to lunch in between classes. She's like, kind of mojito. I was like, Sarah, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Literally 11 a.m. But um, we... Oh, the sweet creamer. Yeah. Um, so there's a cafe in Soho 
called the Chobani Cafe, mm-hmm. which I literally love. And the creamer there is always so good. And I happened to the grocery store and I saw the Chobani sweet creamer and I was like, mm, I'm getting that right now. <laughs> and it's made me like coffee. Like it is so good. I can't even describe the taste. It's literally just sweet cream. And like if you like the vanilla sweet cream drink at Starbucks, just get the creamer and make coffee at home and you're literally saving yourself like $400. I love that. I love coffee so much. And Cindy and I are so different in our coffee tastes. Like I drink an espresso in like 30 seconds and it's a double espresso and it's I take it completely black like no that's cream some or anything. bean that's hot bean water <laughs> literally some hot bean water people say that like if you're a coffee drinker but you only take it black it's like you make that your whole personality and yes. I would like to claim that because that's so me like every time somebody puts creamer in their coffee I'm like Ugh, she'll leave that take that She's like, like <laughs> I just can't do this I'm like girl goodbye <laughs> no but um do you take sugar in your coffee or just creamer just creamer like, like how many milks and sugars? How many milks? How do you how do you quantify milk? How many how many tablespoons? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I used to love like I used to be a hoe for creamer. Like I used to take so much creamer and so much sugar in my coffee. And then I don't know what made me switch. I really don't. Maybe it was trauma. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what a happened. A little personality switch at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, guys, I'm trying to get out of my doormat phase really, really hard, and Cindy's been helping me, and it's been working a little bit. When was the last time I was mean to somebody? Oh, Rush, she gets so proud of herself, too. I do. Like, this guy was running by us and actually, like, brushed her shoulder, and she was like, watch where you're going! <laughs> and this girl talked about this moment all day. The guy, like, flicked her off. She was so proud of herself the entire day. It was sending me to the moon. I, like, called my mom, my dad, my aunt, my cousin. Like, I called literally, every, I called my boyfriend. I was like, guys, guess what I did? No, because I don't usually do that. The only reason I was so mad is because he didn't say excuse me. And he, it was very obvious. Like, the zipper, like, hit me in the face. And I was like, okay, there's a word and it's called excuse me. And he got so Zipper mad. hit me in the face. You are so... Okay, I had to tell the story. Yeah, you do. Okay. Is it about the mosh pit? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Sarah is the most Leo of Leos. And when she tells the story, I always, I, I always hope that I'm there for the original event to see what changed <laughs> from the time the event occurred oh, to the story, story being told. If there's a story coming out of my mouth, it is an exaggeration. It is an exaggeration, <laughs> yes. So, we are going to Gulf Ball, which was just a hot mess in general. Like... Half the performers didn't show up. Someone was arrested on the way there, like a performer. Yeah. It was soggy. It was mushy, like whatever. So we're getting ready to go the third day. And J. Cole is the headliner. And I literally love J. Cole. So I was like, okay, we're going. Yeah. So we're pre-gaming at our friend's apartment. And Sarah is like on 10. So she's like (laughs) jumping around. And she hits her pinky finger on like the side of a lamp Mm. and when sarah gets an injury sarah's a hypochondriac (laughs) so when she gets an injury her mind goes straight to like my bone sticking out of my body and i'm gonna (laughs) die in four seconds if i don't get to the er so she literally gets like a paper cut a literal paper cut and this girl number one she's like oh my god oh my god oh oh my god i I need a first aid kit i need a first aid kit so first of all it was bleeding a lot it was literally it was literally it was literally Like a baby cut. And so yeah, she's right. getting it tended to <laughs> with alcohol and band-aids. This girl all day was like holding her pinky finger up in the air so it didn't get touched. And then we're in a mosh pit later and mosh pits occur. So the next day we go to dinner and this girl tells people we're at dinner with. But I had an anxiety attack because I hate mosh pits. And I, I'm claustrophobic a little bit. So. Yes. And we were like next to a mosh pit. We yeah. weren't in it. We were next to it. And Sarah had like a ring of freedom around her and she was like, stop. 
Tasha Gray. <laughs> and I was like, there is literally no one around you, but I love that. So the next day we go to dinner and we're, she's telling the story about GovBall. And she was like, I was literally in a mosh pit and someone slashed my finger and the skin flew off of it. I looked at her and I started cackling out loud. I said, girl, what did you just say? And she did it again this weekend. She told yeah. the story. I was like, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to listen because it's so entertaining for me. Both times, though, Cynthia was very nice about this because she really did just let me kind of like tell the story and like lie about it a little bit because she was there and she just kind of looked at me like, okay, <laughs> didn't say anything. And I really, really appreciate that. <laughs> it looked like literal children. Cindy just pulled up a picture from like four years ago from her memories, and that's like when we first became babies. friends, though. Aww. I know. Aww. I was wearing a big old black belt and skinny jeans. No, but yeah, that is definitely something about me that um, I'm trying to fit. No, I'm not. I will always exaggerate. I am such a Leo. I am the very stereotypical Leo, and I'm not really. I'm not really upset about it. Um, See, like you exaggerate I, too, but in different ways. In different ways. Yeah. I just, I'm good at telling stories. I think you're good. Like you exaggerate when it's good to the story. I exaggerate to get attention. We have uh, so many stories. It's like we could have told in the last few months that we weren't there. So I'm trying to think of some. Cause like okay, I, ooh, I have one. Okay, okay. Okay. So we went to um, a fashion event. Yeah, we did. Um, it was like the first event we've gone to for fashion stuff that we've been dressed for, which was super. Guys, we're important. So this event was just a hoot. So we went to like a joint event for the website slash company fashion pass and the dress company, Amanda Richard, up Richard, Amanda Richard. Yes. They're dressing us for this event. So they asked like our sizes and to send us stuff. And I was like, oh God, because Lord knows what size I am in anything. So they send us stuff. We ended up liking like two of them a lot. So we wore those to the event. And okay, number one, I was like the only person of color there. And I was like, there's like 40 girls here and y'all couldn't find nobody else. <laughs> but uh, sometimes you got to be the change. <laughs> so the event was at Catch and... The food was so good, and no one was eating it. And I was like, um, pass that plate over here and let me... No, I was eating the entire time. Everyone else was like, oh, like, uh, let's take a picture. No, I'm eating. No, people had, like, one crispy tuna roll, and we were like... I felt, oh. I felt so out of place. Like, that was that's peak imposter syndrome. Yeah. When you're the only one eating and nobody else is eating around you. I was like, spring roll, spring roll, spring roll, burger, burger, fries, fries, and girl, then... I had the entire <laughs> bowl of rock shrimp to myself. So I was like, pass it. And I was like, girl, get your own. So... <laughs> Um, and I was already scared because, like, I'm obviously, like, I'm a size, like, I'm not a size zero. I'm not a size two. So, like, all these girls are, like, fashion girlies on TikTok, and they're blonde, and they have yeah. long, flowy, Literally triple zeros. Rapunzel hair, and I was like, <laughs> so we get there, and I'm like, whatever, like, I, I don't feel like I thrive in those kind of situations, but, like, I do recognize that, like, you can be pretty and not be a certain like measurement. And that's been, I've been telling myself the last few months in terms of like body positivity. So I was like, you know what, whatever, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna feel good. I look curvaceous, whatever, whatever. So we get there, we're having like a good time, whatever. And says, let's go to the bathroom. And I was like, cool. Mind you, I'm wearing like kitten heels. Like these things are from Wonder Woman from Shein. So like, mm, it's questionable <laughs> quality, but they're pretty short heels. They're comfortable. Like I, felt, I was feeling fine. We walk to the bathroom and ew, I'm literally getting like, I know, I'm, I'm sweating. It's cringy from the story. <laughs> so there's like two long tables, and you have to walk past both of them to get to the bathroom. And just a reminder again, these two long tables are filled with these like models. intimidating triple scary zero like models. YouTube fashion girls. Yeah. Them girls are scary. So I'm literally Slick walking. Back buns and everything. And I'm already like a sore thumb out of place. Like I'm, the only, I'm the only black person there. I'm the only person there. It's above a size two. Um, titties were sitting though. And 
I walk into the bathroom and I wipe out. And when I say wipe out, I'm not being exaggerating at this moment. Like, I'm not saying a cute little, like, trip. No, like, my head hit the ground. My head hit the floor. I made out with the wax on the floor. They had just waxed the floor. Just waxed the floor. To your defense. Like, literally, the floor, like, if I put my hand on it, it would have, like, slipped right off. Like, it it was very waxy. No, like, I tasted the wax. And she went, poo! Like, I slid across the floor. (laughs) And all her was, I was like, I was like, no. And all of these heads... All of these supermodel YouTube have like a million followers on Instagram heads turn right around and we're like, oh no, oh no, is she all right? That poor girl. I was like, okay, so I'm gonna leave, which is even worse than nobody noticing. Yes, for no. sure. I really rather no, I rather no one know my name, no one notice me, nothing happen. But no, the entire two tables of like 40 girls, mind you. Also, the owner of Amanda, Up- Amanda Upperton herself was there, and I was like. And I was like, are you okay? I was like, huh, yeah. So we got him into the bathroom, and I've never laughed so hard. I was like, that was the most Sydney Winter thing that could ever happen. You, and like, called your mom, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, mom. Mom's like, Sydney, are you okay? Do you look at the doctor? I was like, no, I'm just embarrassed. Literally just embarrassed. Thank you. It's also so mortifying because it's, like, mortifying in the way where it wasn't genuine concern that these girls had. It was no. like, it's like a, oh, poor yeah. you. Yeah, it was like the pop. It's like you what went down from the popular table. You yeah. know, it's like, oh. Oh, and it's like I'm gonna cut you in the brain. Like, oh please stop talking. Like, oh, you like made that. me feel worse. Thank you. Yeah, you're not making people feel better when you do that for sure. Um, overall, that event was really fun, but that was yeah. definitely the funniest. <laughs> yeah, I feel like whenever I'm starting to feel too, you gotta get humbled very quickly. Yeah, exactly. So thank you for that. L A S I K LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. 
the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing. Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God, do I have one for y'all? You're so. <laughs> there she goes. She's back at it. Call me out if I exaggerate, because yeah. I don't think I don't even think I need to exaggerate on this one. It's so bad. So we're at another event for Steve Madden, which was this event is so fun. They really went all out. They give us free shoes. They had like Charlie Jordan was DJing. They invited all these celebrities. Peyton List was there. They had a photo shoot set up for us. Um, with like 19 different cameras like it was a really cool way of doing like a photo shoot um they had like fujifilm cameras they had a dance floor it was just so fun and like open bar like it was so 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 fun and they had oh my god the best they had free tattoos and free piercings there oh as yeah well. i got my cartilage done i didn't feel a thing it was beautiful like, and it was free it yeah was free and it was free it was free and guess what period it was also free it was also free it looks so great on you and it didn't even get infected or anything like, yeah. i know i don't so know good. how i've never cleaned it um yeah <laughs> Sanitary. This event was so fun, but there was one thing in that happened that literally made me want to like shave her head. Yeah, like literally go into my Britney Spears 2007 era. We are in line to get in, which it was like it wasn't a line. There were like three people ahead of us. People were just waiting to get their picture taken before going in. It wasn't a red carpet. It was just like people were waiting. And I'm in line, Cindy and I are in line, and this big group of, like, influencer girls are, like, walking up to the building, and I know, like, three-fourths of them, not even know, like, as in we're mutuals, because, like, I would understand if it was just that, but we've met before. We met at the Amanda Opportunity event. We sat together. Yes, like, several times we have met, and, like, these girls come up to us, and I go, oh, my God, like, this, I call this one girl's name in particular, because she's the first person I see. She, she screams it. I'm adding that detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I scream it. Like across the street. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, hey. And then she looks at me. She looks away. 
she looks at me she looks me up and down and then she goes like like the the worst wave like the most unenthusiastic wave she didn't even say anything she like was just like she didn't even know who I was basically and then she like got in line behind me all her other friends were nice we know her other friends they were very nice as well we've met them the same amount of times that we've met this other girl they were so nice they gave us hugs and this girl is sitting there watching them give us hugs and like didn't do anything like didn't say sorry because it was dark so I would have understood if she didn't see me but we spent the entire rest of the event not talking and we were like Oh my God, how mortifying is that? I look like a crazed fan because there were other people in line, other influencers and celebrities there. And like, I'm not a crazed fan. I just wanted to say hi. Like, that's how I greet all my friends. That's, is that not how I greet everybody? That is. She's a very, she's a very like outgoing, bubbly person. Yeah. You know? And it was literally just so mortifying. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm sure that we can all like relate to this, even if it's not like an influencer, like if it's someone who's like one year your senior and like treats you like you're literally two years old. It's like, like your boyfriend's yeah. girl best friend. It's always like, you're literally so cute. Like, mm. oh my God, you're so pretty. Mm. Like that girl I'm that like, wants your boyfriend. That. Yeah. It's literally that. And it just drove me insane. And that just recently happened. And like, oh my God. The event was really fun, but like that moment is enough to like ruin it. Like I was on the verge of tears. It was mortifying. Wasn't I'm, it? It was I always tell I was so upset. Because like my whole thing is like, because it's really weird. Because I don't know if it's the same in LA. If, like, it's only, it's unique to New York. Where, yeah. like, the influencer scene is, like, pretty small. Like, yeah. everyone knows each other. But there's, like, this weird, like, hierarchy. And, like, in my head, it's, like, obviously, I'm not, I'm only in that because, like, friends with Sarah. Like, oh. my following is very small and I'm not into all of that stuff necessarily. But it's, like, we're not celebrities. No, no, no one in, no one, no one in this group of celebrities. And I hate that, like, People think that having a certain amount of followers is an excuse or justification or a reason to treat someone like a POS, you know? Like, we are all on the same level. We're all the same age. Yeah. We're all, like, on the same, like, level playing field. Why would you use the amount of followers you have as a way to put someone else down or to, like, talk down to them? Yeah. I've never understood that. That's why I do not like influencer groups in New York because, number one, they're all, like, a very tight group of people. Yeah. And I feel like it's so exclusionary, number one. And then, number two, it just feels like people are constantly competing against each other. I'm like, why? I don't understand. But going back to the Steve Madden event, uh, okay, number one, I did tell, I told Sarah, I was like, Sarah, don't do it because I know how these girls act. And, like, let them come to you. Let it be, like, super, like, natural thing because, like, Sarah's a very, like, how do I, how do I read this? And Sarah's such a, a kind, like, endearing person. Like, she wants to be like, oh, my God, hi. Like, good. like literally in the morning, Sarah's like, good morning, Sydney. And I'm like, mm, hi. <laughs> because, like, I don't, like, I'm not that when I wake up. Mm. But I'm like, not everyone is like that. So I'm mm. like, matching energy is a blessing. I have learned that so quickly in New York that, like, letting people come to you, let it be, like, calm. And people will take that as, like, oh, she's a fan. Mm. Yeah. But at the Steve Madden event, I'm so dead because Tyler Cameron was there from, mm. um, there's so much sweat on my lip yeah, right now. Like, I, was like, I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> um, Tyler Cameron from, what's that show called? The Bachelor? Yes. Bachelorette? Whatever. Bachelor Nation. Yeah. I've never seen that show. I don't know. Um, I love that show. I'm a Love Island gal. I love Island gal. Love Island's so entertaining. I, I don't like American reality shows because if I just want to see horny Americans on TV, I just look outside my window. Exactly. Just um, walk outside. They just walk outside. Yeah. Go to any bar. Go to, yeah. Um, and see a man fizzer, see a man fail miserably to get a girl's attention. Yeah. Do that at the bar. Fail miserably. <laughs> but with British accents, mm, that's oh, yeah. not a level of intensity. So that raises your attractiveness in America at least by like literally like 54. thirty points. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty four. Um. So <laughs> he's a ten, but he's an American. <laughs> no, literally, so he's a three. Um. No, if you're British on a dating app, I'm like, mm, I have to swipe. 
Um, so Tyler Cameron's there, and he's staring at Sarah. <laughs> and I'm like, Sarah, Tyler Cameron's here. She's like, who is that? I was like, Tyler Cameron. And she's like, I don't know who that is. I'm an old Bachelor fan. So you guys just heard me say, like, I love The Bachelor. I don't watch it regularly now, but I used to when I was in, like, third grade. My mom definitely has some questions to answer. Yeah. <laughs> and she just, uh, and she looks at me, she's like, eh. I was like, eh, eh. I never heard someone, eh, talk to Tyler Cameron. Like, that's not my type. And, uh, delicioso. Delicioso. <laughs> I don't know why I, like, can't do blonde men. Like, why are you as a man blonde? <laughs> but I can't do men with, like, tips. Like blonde tips. Frosted tips. Frosted yeah. tips. Why are you giving Justin Timberlake 2000s? Literally. Like, or like Fred from uh, Scooby-Doo from that one movie. Like the oh yeah, Spooky Island. That was that was that age. That was like that time period. I was like, I can, I can forgive that. No, but like men who have it now. I'm like, oh, why yeah. are you giving Absolutely Fred from, from Spooky from Scooby-Doo. Island? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is like, on one hand, I respect it because that means you make regular appointments, get your hair done. And that means you can be on time, take initiative. Commitment. But will you? You're, you're committed to the look. You're committed to yourself, but are you committed to other, to other people? people. The number two, I feel like that has to seep into your brain a little bit. Like, for girlies, it's okay, because they have roots to, like, block it. But as a man, <laughs> I feel like... We have roots to block it. It could be, like, uh, um, not impregnating your brain. What's that word? Um, Going like this. In, in, instilling? No. no. Um, in, it might be impregnating. Um, that's not the word. Okay. Soaking in, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It, it, leaking. Leaking. Yeah, leaking into your brain. So, <laughs> mm, sus. Yeah. We, yeah. There's, you know what? One thing we've learned, I think, over the past summer, because I know, like, last season we talked about, like, oh, men are age, men are age. We always go for, like, older men. They all suck so bad. Oh, my Lord. Like, okay, older men are better, for sure, than, like, men are age. I guess older and try to get away with it more. They're just older and richer, but, like, they also have more experience with manipulation. So, at this point, it's like Precisely. we're losing... We're just losing. Like, we're losing no, no matter like, what. We've been post-grad for... I'm still together with my boyfriend, by the way. <laughs> I'm not. Um. Yeah. <laughs> com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
started talking about this incident. Drugs and the officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's been two months post-grad, and yeah. my outlook on relationships has changed completely. How so? I feel like for like the entirety of my college experience, I was relying on like men to be a source of happiness for me, and it's why I was still like up and down in terms of like emotionally. And I have never loved being alone more than I have like post grad. Yeah. Like I went celibate. I'm so dead because in Love Island, um, this girl's like, Yeah, my ex went celibate and he was like, Where's that? Where's celibate? <laughs> Baby, I was you on were, the island of you Jamaica. Were Thirty like, years <laughs> old. I love David. Um Oh my god, wait, did you see that quick break? Did you see that video about um someone was like asking what was the capital of America? She was like, America and he was like, No, the capital of America. She was like, America. He was like, You're right, it was a trick question. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, What's the um what, how much is in a dozen? She's like, I don't know, 10? I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, anyway, so celibate. Um, celibate. I mean, it was only for like a month. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, within that, I learned so many lessons. And I feel like I finally, because people always told me this, but I finally understand for myself that unless I am happy being alone and like happy with just my own company and what I have going for me without the influence of anyone else, I'm never gonna be happy in a relationship because I'm always gonna be scared to be alone. But until I love being alone and love not having to rely on someone else for anything, only then can I really be in an honest relationship because I won't be scared of leaving, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, you won't be scared of leaving if things get, like, awful. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I love that. That's or, really, oh, really no. inspiring. I'm a, I used to be on, a, like, a 50-strike system. It's one strike now. 
one second amount. Boom. One Goodbye. Second. While I do think second chances are warranted in some scenarios, if something is not right, if you are not respected, it only takes one time. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, if there is one time, there were there's like a 99.999% chance there's going to be a second time and a third time and a fourth time. And a fifth time. Because what you allow will be repeated. Um, like, that's like I always tell people, like, you should not, you should never, that was so bad. So bad that it was kind of good. You should ever tell your current guy or the guy you're trying to see things that your ex did because you were telling that person what behavior you will allow. Yeah. Like, if you tell a guy, like, oh my God, he cheated on me so much, he did this, this, and this, he called me this, that man now knows, as long as he just doesn't do that, he'll be fine. Yeah. You know? Like, and that's that's the minimum that's now. That's the minimum now. Yeah. Absolutely not. You need to... And then, like, it makes me so upset because, like, you see, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z. You see Emily Ratajkowski and whoever the hell she was married to. You see... <laughs> exactly. All of these, like, women who are, like, beautiful powerhouses, like, successful, have things going for them, and these bummy-ass guys cheating on them. Like, cheating on them for what? And that's yeah. what always drives me crazy is that, like, I, you want to see the best or you want to expect the best, but I feel like... In dating culture now, like with dating apps, I have to expect the worst because just cheating and being unfaithful and lying is so accessible because of the internet and because of stuff like that, that like, yeah. that just becomes a default now. Like think about every time I open TikTok, I see a cheating story. And yeah, I'm like, exactly. Ooh, don't y'all got a hobby? Go play video games. There's also that girl on TikTok who DMs like people's boyfriends for them. And this one girl, I felt so bad. She was dating this guy for like three years and he folded so easily. And I'm like, this is so not the first time he's cheated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes me so sad that like, ugh, the bar is literally in hell. Like it, oh, it's awful. And like, Women should, and I understand why they don't, because that's not the society we live in because of men and the patriarchy, but, like, women's standards should be, like, like, so much more than we have now, if that makes sense. It's, like, right now, it's, like, our standards are, like, like, this is, this is, like, a, like, a great guy. Respect. Not getting cheated on. Loyalty. Trust. Humor. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe attractive, if that makes sense. And it's, like, that's what we're looking for. And... It's so unaccessible, even that. When our standard should be so much more than that. It should be like, are you exciting? Are you adventurous? Like, do you, are, are you going to like take me places, take me on like extravagant dates, like actually like care about stuff that I do, like my hobbies and like, am I going to care about what you, it's like those, that's what the bar should be like. But that's so not yeah. true because of how accessible like disloyalty is. And it's just because like, I don't even care about stuff. I just someone to treat me right. Like exactly. I don't care about fancy dates. I don't care about traveling. Like I don't care about any of that shit. I just want someone who's loyal, who values me, who sees my worth. That says a lot not, about society. Yeah, it's not going to question it. Because, right. like, we celebrate the bare minimum now. Like, on TikTok, a guy will bring girl flowers and we're like, oh, he's a real one. Yeah. Like, that stuff should be the bare minimum. Like, that's just showing someone that you care about them. Absolutely. So, the fact that we're celebrating literally bare minimum behavior, mm, kind of ghetto. No, I also feel like what is very common now, which I see a lot on TikTok, is, like, even men who, like, aren't cheating use, like, relationships as a crutch. Like, they get lazy. Yeah. And then they stop. It almost seems like they stop caring, even if they do. And I feel like you have to wake up every day, like, proactively wanting to, like, love another person and, like, really, really show up. Every day, you should be yeah. doing something nice for your partner. That is, like, a good standard, I feel like. But we're just trying to, we're out here trying to find someone who won't cheat on us. Do you know what I mean? And, like, that is really, really annoying and, like, says a lot about society. When you watch Love Island, you <gasps> learn so much about the male brain. Like, <laughs> I... Especially at Casa Amor. Literally. I see the way that men think and I'm like, 
this makes so much more sense now as to why men are the way they are. And I'm like, these men are like pushing 30 and I'm concerned about their mindset. But like at this point, I'm like, I really have nothing to lose. So I'm just going to like be bold and do what I want. And yeah. so Sarah and I, um, we went to a documentary screening for a documentary. What? Whoa. Uh, what? Crazy. Revolutionary. <laughs> and we were watching Revolution. a movie and there's a guy in the documentary, like he literally was just there because he works at the place the documentary was about. And I was like, he, he looks delectable. <laughs> I like him. And um, so we went to like the after party at the documentary place mm-hmm. and he was there and I was just like, yeah. He's, he's, as they would say in Love Island, he's a bit of me. He um, was tall and like dark hair. He had like this. He's a TDH. His beard connected. You know what I mean? And that, that's what you like to see in a man. He's literally a bit of me. And, um. Really? That was good. That was a really good accent, I think. Thank you. So the grafting started. And I. <laughs> she got a text. I, I, I did, I did she, get a text. I got a DM. Got a um, I didn't talk to him at the event because I didn't want to be humbled in person. And mind you, this event was like a month ago. And I was just on Instagram like a couple days ago. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be bold. So I DM'd him. And I was like, hey, we met at the event. We didn't. And we talked. We didn't. And I'd love to like chat more. And he was like, oh my God, I remember you. We definitely chatted. And I was like, okay, we definitely didn't, but okay. <laughs> um, and now we're going out. And I was like, okay, per. I mean, me and Sarah figured out how old he was. And I was like, oh. Literally. We did some LinkedIn math. But yo, LinkedIn will always pull through. That's always the thing. Pulls through. Older men, I feel like. That's the way to go right now because, ooh, 21-year-old men, okay, I love my boyfriend, really, I do. So everyone but him. They're all so annoying. Everything smells. So bad. So So bad. No, I used to show up in, like, high school, Mm -hmm. and, like, our school started at 8, but people would get there, like, 7.30 to, like, mingle in the courtyard. Yeah. Y'all showed up to school at 7.30 funky. What did you do? (laughs) What did you do from the car to the courtyard that you come to school smelling rank? I never understood. It's because they haven't showered in like four days. And I'm like, oh my God, literally, what are you, they're putting deodorant over their stink thinking that's going to like. And that's on a good day. It's not even forget the deodorant part. And I'm like, you literally showed up to school rank as hell. Yeah. Mm -mm. I'm going to tell men something right now. If you are about to have sex with a girl, and this is very important. Please make sure your balls smell good. It's called cheese curds. <laughs> Ew. But no, like to finish up Cindy's story, they're getting coffee and I'm really excited to see what happens because that's so cool. Like what are the odds? Like you saw some guy in like a movie that you thought was hot. You reached out and he was like, yeah. And you were like, hey. And now they're just going to go get drinks. I was like, am I the main character? I think you This is kind of a love story. Yeah. But yeah, so we only have a few more minutes left in this episode or I think like 10. So we're going to transfer. We're going to transition. We're going to transpire we're gonna (laughs) um we're gonna transition into like another section of this episode where we're gonna talk about lessons like serious lessons that we've learned post-grad and like um just like in general so we can talk about like relationships or we can talk about something else but like lessons that we've learned since we're out of college that can like potentially help you in your post-grad experience or just in life yeah it comes at you fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought some half the little times get used to things. And it's like, I'm in a weird transition period where, like, I've been working pretty much full-time for the last two years, like, since COVID at least. Mm-hmm. And I've been working, like, literally three jobs. Like, I worked at two law firms. I worked for Ballot Initiative, and I did the podcast and social media stuff. So, like, I had, like, literally three, like, contract jobs or four contract jobs. And so, like, now going from doing that school and my thesis and applying to law school to like just doing jobs I'm still like way too busy to like have a mind 
But on the other hand, I feel like I should be doing more. It's this constant, like, battle of... I see people on LinkedIn and, like, on Instagram, like, traveling the world or getting these really cool jobs or, like, stuff like that. And I feel like I'm behind. Like, I know I'm going to school again, but I feel like I've just been put back three years and everyone else is, like, starting their careers and stuff. And, I mean, we're going to uh, France for two weeks, guys. Per bonjour, fromage. Bonjour, croissant. Croissant, chicken tenders. Les petits fromages. <laughs> Um, we're gonna so be so offensive. offensive. Um, Sorry, and we literally can't wait. But I don't know. I I feel so behind. But I know that like you can't compare your path with other people. And I keep reminding myself that that like everyone's path, everyone's journey, everyone's. It was gonna be mine. You took mine. I'm just kidding. We're just wise. Like, I know. We're just um, like the same person. You just can't compare. Like we all do things at our own pace at different paces. And I feel like people are so pressured to have their life figured out, like, day one after graduation. Like, sometimes it takes time to get there. Like, you're going to might find out that the job you thought you wanted to do doesn't make you happy. And, like, it's okay to have that period of, like, being confused, being in the middle, like, not knowing what you're going to do. Like, that pressure is normal. That confusion is normal. And that's what's going to help you, like, go further in life. Because you're going to be able to find out and weed out what you do and don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, being financially independent Ooh, Zooey mama. It's, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Especially like in New York, things are so expensive. Mm. So like saving, budgeting, things like that have also come at me fast. And like I started 75 soft challenge. I'm trying to get like my mental health and my physical health back on par. So, <laughs> on par. <laughs> sorry to speak a little French. <laughs> so I'm like working on that too. 75 soft though has been kicking my butt, but I literally think I've lost like almost 10 pounds so far. Yeah. So, I mean, kapur. Awesome. I, I'm hearing a lot about the 75 soft challenge. It seems to be like working really, really well for Sydney and for our other friend Chance. And that's really exciting. And you also just seem like, you also seem like in a healthier place, like mentally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I've since been you started. depressed for so long. And I feel like this is the first time that I've like been coming out of my shell a little bit more. Like yeah. I actually like, want care about leaving my room. Like I think, do think that like prioritizing exercise and like because i'm not a gym girl not a gym girl yeah no me either i really don't work out i can't stand it like and i've been realizing that like as much as i do hate it i need it to be healthy Mm -hmm. so i and it helps like healthy in terms of like my body my mind whatever Mm -hmm. so like doing that and like coming to terms about accepting who i am as an adult and things like that have been interesting but it's something that i've been enjoying being on the journey for one thing that I used to struggle with, with like going to the gym and stuff has been like the, my, the thought process of if I go, I have to spend three hours and I have to look amazing by tomorrow. When in reality, just going to the gym for 15 to 30 minutes, walking on the treadmill, doing like a 15 minute Peloton thing, doing like a Zumba YouTube dance class, whatever the fuck you're into, like that is also a form of exercise. You don't have to like lift 50 pound weights and like run a marathon at the gym which is what I always thought so it really couldn't like I felt so unmotivated to go because I thought if I did I would have to like show up a thousand percent when in reality especially if you're just getting started like me I'm a very very beginner like at the gym I barely even go but when I do go I just have to remind myself that like I am a beginner I don't have to be exactly like the fitness gurus I follow on TikTok if that makes sense or the dietitians I follow on TikTok like I'm also very new to like portion control and like really being extremely mindful about what I eat so I think the best thing to keep in mind for that is like not restricting yourself or dieting you can still eat the foods that you love and that you want and that make you feel good like portion controlling mindful snacking mindful eating are very important things to work so you know what I mean like you don't have to be perfect by tomorrow but taking the steps to get there puts you at an overall elevated state of mental health which I really 
really have seen after post-grad. And I've had to think about more post-grad because nobody's telling me what to do anymore. And I don't have to work around a class schedule. Like I have to do everything myself. Like I'm my own boss. So I have to be in charge of like what I eat, when I eat, when I work out, how long I work out, when I work. And I have to like make time for myself. Yeah. Cause like 75 soft, you have to work out 45 minutes a day. And it doesn't have to be like obviously a gym workout. It can be like taking a walk stuff like that yeah. or like whatever get your 10k steps in yeah and like i've been doing pilates and that shit's been kicking my booty and i actually really like it and the pilates like is impact. like low impact right no, yeah. it doesn't not doesn't it doesn't make it any easier yeah. but that's good on oh, like it's, your it's joints. harder than lifting for me and yeah. it's only like two pound weights it's good on your joints though right because you have fucked up feet yeah i've really so. fucked up feet low so it helps like me not feel like my feet are a little dying yeah so if you have any questions like we're not experts on like oh we're not experts at all we are like we're right there with you i think it's just like this is our way of letting you know that like as successful as we may seem we are still like in this place of like trying to figure everything else and we don't know what the fuck we're doing and i guarantee you that like the people i'm jealous of or the people i get insecure about they're thinking the exact they're not thinking about me they're not thinking about you they're thinking about themselves themselves and you know what i mean they're in the same boat you know like beyonce's in the same boat actually maybe not maybe Beyonce, but like all the people you follow on tiktok like the celebrities you look up to they are they have their own shit to figure out nobody's perfect so with that are we done are we done with our first episode? Are we done with our first episode of season three? Guys, I hope you liked it. We love you. We're so excited to be we back. We you guys. Um, you can ask it. We've literally been itching to like... Record. Record. Oh, we've been itching. Oh, um, we've been itching and scratching. Um, as always, DM us if you have any like suggestions on an episode or if you want to like hear anything from us. As always, you can follow us. Oh my God, I miss doing this so much. As always... I'm going to start crying. You can follow us. <laughs> As always, you can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Crying in Public Podcast. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.